Hello, this is Tippy Thompson for Two Brain Radio. And we're talking to Two Brain Award winner, Mike Collette of Prototype Training Systems about his Gym of the Year Award. Mike won the Left Brain Award for Metrics by generating more than $68,000 in revenue every month with a 30% profit margin. Before Mike tells you how he did it, here's Two Brain founder, Chris Cooper, with a word about this honor. We're called Two Brain Business because just like your brain, your business has two sides. You've got the right side, the right hemisphere of your brain, which is responsible for empathy and creativity. And you've got the left side, the left hemisphere of your brain, which is responsible for math and sorting things. The Two Brain Award for left brain for the year is goes to the gym that has proven through metrics that they are the best. They have the highest revenue. They have the highest profit. They have the highest ARM and some other metrics that we track in Two Brain. You can't win this award just by being the best in one category. It's not enough just to have a million dollars in revenue, but no profit. You have to be dominant across the board. And this year's gym is that. The thing that I love best about this award is we can point to metrics. We can say, yep, that's obviously the winner. But we can also follow metrics. We can ask, why are they the winner? What did they do that was slightly different from everybody else? Or did they just do more of it? How did they do that? And you'll be hearing from all the top three in this category from me over the next year or two, because that's how the two brain ecosystem works. We identify who is doing the best at everything. And then we say, how are you doing that? And then we turn that into our curriculum. And then we mentor you on how to implement their best practices in your gym. And this is how we always get better. This gym is one of the best of the best in the world. I am extremely proud of them. I started working with them before they even opened. And I can recall our Uh, basement Skype sessions way back in the day. They were sitting there in dim lighting on the basement floor and trying to visualize this this work plan for this gym that didn't even exist yet. You're going to hear from them in a moment. They're going to have a lot to share with you. Shine on, and I hope everybody reflects in your success to make their own gym better. Chris Cooper here. This episode of Two Brain Radio is brought to you by Wattify. Wattify is an all-in-one solution for member management, appointment scheduling, and tracking. Wattify's insights tool includes the business health dashboard co-developed with TwoBrain to provide average revenue per member, length of engagement, and more key metrics. Gym owners, to receive 20% off your first year of Wattify core, visit wattify.com forward slash TwoBrain. Mike, it's wonderful to have you on the show today. Congratulations on winning this award. What is the secret to your success? Thank you, Tippy. Um, that's a great question. So I'd have to answer that question dating back to before we started our gym. So we opened our gym in 2012 and we're formally across the prototype. We recently rebranded to prototype training systems and have uh, maintained our affiliation with CrossFit. But I called Chris Cooper um, before we opened our gym in 2012. Um, He was with another company. And it's funny because we talk about marketing all the time. I saw an ad, I think on YouTube with Chris Spieler. And the story goes, I call the number because I was a hardo Chris Spieler fan. And someone picks up the phone and says, hi, this is Chris. And I say, Chris Spieler? And he goes, no, this is Chris Cooper. I get that a lot. And I go, oh, Chris. Oh, uh, yeah. So I saw your ad and, and you know, I'm opening up a gym. And then, and then since then, um, I've been, uh, you know, I've hired, hired Chris as 
you know, our consultant and help us with our business. So we wouldn't be where we are today if it wasn't for Chris and everything that he's done. So our success is tied to uh, the advice and the systems and the just amazing culture and community that he's created with, with two brains. Awesome. You've maintained a consistent profit margin over 30%. So what are you doing that others aren't? Do you, do you figure? Um, I don't know if we're doing anything, anything special. Um, but we're just really, you know, on top of our costs and making sure that we're spending the money that we spend is, is going towards things that we're going to find value in. You know, our business does do a lot of personal training. Actually, it's more than, you know, 60% of our total revenue is in personal training. So we've been able to create great opportunities for our coaches to earn revenue or earn, uh, earn money um, full-time as well. Um, and then our ancillary programs, specialty programs and nutrition. And it's, you know, cut from the, you know, the two brain. Uh, the two brain book. We don't necessarily follow the four ninth model to a T, um, but it's relatively close. Mm-hmm. And how do you how do you manage to grow your revenue by ma- while maintaining this level of profit? Is th- is it that diversification and entrepreneurialism or something else? It is. So you know we have an amazing team, and I have to say that you know the award you know says Mike Collette Prototype Training Systems. This is not a Mike Collette Award. This is a Prototype Training Systems Award. This is our team. Um, I can't take credit for for us winning or doing anything special. These, you know, our coaches and trainers are incre- are amazing. They care about our clients. They care about their success, um, and they just have a true passion for for helping others, which is one of our core values um, at Prototype. Um, so, you know, to your question, you know, they're out there hustling and busting their butts mm-hmm. and they're getting our clients results and they're putting in a lot of the work and we're fortunate to be in an area that we can help a fair amount of people. Um, you know, we have close to over 300, 300 members. Um, so, you know, we're, we're in a good, in a good position there. And, um, and also our, our marketing has been, has been pretty good and, we work with Two Brain on that stuff as well. I actually work with uh, Sarah Carter, and she's she's amazing. Nice. So you you mentioned you were sort of close to four ninths in in terms of how you pay your staff. How do you pay your coaches and and keep wages in a spot that preserves that that significant profit margin? Yeah, so it's a great question. So for for classes, we pay on a per class basis, but we have kind of an incentive model, right? So. Um, how we've structured it is, you know, it is that entrepreneurialism model where coaches are bringing in or, or have responsibility for a certain amount of clients. And in our personal training, like I said, we do around 60% of our revenue comes from personal training. That structure has allowed us to basically allow our coaches to have a certain amount of money that they bring in per month. And then that is tied to a specific percentage that they get. So the more, um, the more clients they have and the more money that they're bringing into the business, we increase the percentage of that split. And what we found is that if we're able to bring on more talent, great coaches that align with our values, align with our, our beliefs, we're able to replicate that. And we've done that consistently. Mm -hmm. I think right now we have, I think eight or nine full-time coaches. Wow. So you're providing them with both stability and motivation to do more. Yeah. You know, their, their motivation, they come in, motivated and they love what they do. 
but I also am a huge believer in, in flexibility and free time. Right. So, you know, we're in an industry and, and I, I know it firsthand because my background, you know, I have my education in exercise science. When I graduated uh, from college, I went into the personal training field. So my path was, you know, physical therapy. I took a strength and conditioning course my senior year of, of college. And I said, you know what, I really like this versus, you know, working in a rehabilitative setting, which my advisor wasn't very happy with, but it's what I wanted to do. Yeah. And, and so I went into, you know, a, a big, you know, a big box gym, I guess you can call it. Um, and it was a dog eat dog sort of world, a dog eat dog sort of corporate environment. But what I learned there was surpassed anything that I learned in school. And I learned basically that you had to hustle, you needed to be confident, and you need to be really good at sales. And it was basically like, okay, um, you're done with college now, you need to make money, you have student loans coming up. Either you're going to be successful in this industry, no matter how much information that you know, and you need to do it and put in the work. And basically what I did was just, I, I felt like I worked all day long and I really wasn't getting paid much money. But I had to basically build up a book of business. So within six months, I had roughly 50 personal training clients. I was doing over 50 hours a week of personal training. I was making a lot of money, but I didn't really have that work-life balance. But that's okay if you're 22, 23 years old, right? right? But that's not sustainable. And so we've, you know, I've preached that to our, our team, like, you know, boundaries, like use your free time, recharge all that sort of stuff, because we do, we are in an industry where, um, you know, you can kind of overwork and you can get burnt out. Um, if you're, if you're doing, if you're doing too much. Mm -hmm. Um, when it comes to when you, you said you learned that you, like you had to kind of put sales, um, first and foremost in building a business, did that whole aspect of it come easily to you or naturally, or was it something that you had to work at? That makes me smile because I, I, it was so uncomfortable. Yeah. It was so, and, and it's hard to describe. You're a 22 year old kid that thinks he knows everything, right? I thought I knew everything. I went in there. I went, I remember going into my interview for this job as, as a trainer. And I was like, I'm going to be the best trainer here. That was like what I thought. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do everything I need to be to be the best trainer. And this was my first like real job. So I remember going into the interview, having a great interview, and then meeting with the general manager. And the first conversation I ever had, which is so great because Chris and Two Brain preaches this with the career roadmaps. I go into the office of the general manager and he goes, Mike, how much money do you want to make? And I go, oh, uh, I didn't really think about that. Well, he go, and then he goes, well, you know, here's how this works, right? And here's, if you like, if you want to make this much money, I forget what I said. I might've said like, I want to make $50,000. Okay. Well, here's how you make $50,000. And I go, Oh, that's not that hard. Right. It's only like 20 hours, 20, 25 hours a week. All right. Well, how do you, how do you make a hundred thousand dollars? Right. right. So then to me, I was like, okay, who else is doing this? And then he broke that down. And I was like, well, I want to be the best. I want to, I want to do that. I want to put in that work. And he's like, all right, well, this is what you have to do. You're like, you have to hustle and you're going to have to put in time. So I remember going in and asking my fitness manager, it was like the first day. I go in and I ask him, hey, like, do you mind if I 
you know, I know I'm only working from this time to this time, but do you mind if I keep my shirt on and just walk around? Like, I'm not, I know I'm not going to get paid. It's okay. I just want to, I want to be here. Right. Because I know that the longer I'm here, the more people are going to see me and the more opportunity I have, for, I have for conversation. So basically I started by just talking to kids that were in the gym. Cause it's, it's, you're, it's like, and I, with our new coaches, I always tell them this too. It's like, it's so much easier to start when you're training, training kids. Because it's really intimidating when you're a new trainer training an adult, sure. right? Because you might not have that confidence. Yeah. So I'm like, I started talking to kids and I was like, hey, like, you know, like, what are you doing for your workout? Like a teenage kid in the gym. I remember being a teenage kid. I'm closer in age with them now than I am probably with their parents. I'm 22 years old. Yeah. And it was like, hey, like, you know, I can help you. Why don't we talk about like, you know, what you're doing, right? And I remember like my first client was this like teenage kid. And he bought like four sessions. And I remember that day I was like, it was the greatest moment ever. Mm-hmm. And then like the second person that I, I sold personal training to was another four sessions to like this, um, this gentleman, I, I'm not going to say his name, but an older gentleman. And, you know, he could have been like my grandfather and he just wanted to be able to walk up and down the stairs, yeah. you know? So it went from that and then growing and growing. And then you start to find like your ideal clients and start to find the people you want to work with and then start to, you know, you know, narrow that down. And then, you know, your book gets so busy to the point where like now you're only working with the people that you want to work with that might train with you two to three times a week. And then you're not working with someone that's just training 30 minutes every, you know, 30 minutes once every two weeks or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like this growth process and it didn't come naturally for your question. It was super uncomfortable. Uh, I failed so many times. I look back and I'm like, man, if I knew what I knew now, like it would be a totally different, it would be totally different. But I, but again, different? I, I got to give the praise to the, to the, to the two brain, to the two brain group. I wouldn't know a lot of the things that I know now without, without Chris. This is Chris Cooper. Two brain radio is brought to you by Agard, providing elite insurance for fitness and sport. Agard offers coverage for functional fitness facilities, mixed martial arts gyms, and even events and competitions. You can also get access to healthcare insurance, discounted AEDs, and discounted background checks. Agard's coverage options are designed to keep you safe. To find out more, visit affiliateguard.info. What would you do differently if you can think of one thing, that major thing that you would change? So I'm smiling because I asked in the, in the summit this past week, and I asked Seth Godin that question. So, you know, we got to do the Q&As and I asked, I think I asked Seth, like, what would be like the three things you would do differently? You know, you know, you're a successful entrepreneur. What are the three things you would do differently? You were to restart. And he answered it by saying exactly what I'm going to say. And he said, I wouldn't treat any of the failures for anything because that's how you learn. Right. Right? So number one, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would, I would answer that the exact same way. Yeah. Um, If I was to do something differently, like. If I was to look at it from that perspective, I probably would have not taken on so many people that I know are probably going to be headaches right. that I knew that, you know what I mean? Like you, I became very like, you know, all right, you want to train with me? Great. We'll train. All right. You want to train with me? All right, great. We'll train versus me being, you know what? This is the, this is the person that I want to work with. And I think I can provide the most value to. I was very, I was a generalist. Right. So from like working with, you know, um, from moms to kids and athletes to, you know, people that want to, you know, add 20 pounds of muscle to people that want to learn how to do CrossFit, like all over the board, which I guess at this point with CrossFit, 
that we that I got into, like it all you can all kind of help those people at the same time. Um, but I took on I had no niche. I was more like the generalist uh, amongst the trainers that were there, and a lot of the trainers that were there did have niches, right? Some some worked specifically with you know bodybuilders and the people that do the figure shows. Some worked specifically with athletes and powerlifting and that sort of thing. And I was like more the the generalist sort of thing. So I would say that, but then I think back at it and I'm like, Oh, I learned so much working with all that, all those different people. Um, that again, maybe I wouldn't trade that. Maybe if I was to trade something, I would have been, I wouldn't have, I would have been a little bit more humble. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. But yeah. So how you, you mentioned that you've been quite successful in your marketing efforts. How do you market? Like what is your sort of strategy? So we really didn't start doing like Facebook ads until about a year ago. Um, and like we saw great success with that and it really got like our name out there. Um, recently we started doing some, some Google stuff. Um, but like I think our biggest thing from the beginning is that we were writing content. So like back in 2012, even before like hearing it from Chris, I was writing blog posts because I saw the people that I looked up to in the industry at that time that they were writing. And I was like, crap, these guys are writing. I should be writing. Like, Mm -hmm. why not? Like, um, and I didn't do it with the intent of improving SEO or anything like that, but it certainly helped, right? Like we were ranking like number one overall for like personal training before we were even doing a lot of personal training because we were, it just so happened that we would put out content. It would, and it would, it would align with however that those algorithms work. Right. Um, so I try to write, I, I like writing. Um, I try to write three to four pieces of content and blog posts a week. Um, specifically with like COVID, um, a lot of stuff has been purely organic in the sense that we are communicating with our community on a daily basis. Um, I've kind of stolen, and I told my mentor, Josh Price, this the other day, I've stolen the two brain model that they don't necessarily teach, but it's what they do. So I find a ton of value in everything two brain does, right? Um, daily directives from Chris the um you know the like daily like off, like office hours that they have with the different specialists in the in the growth group um all that sort of stuff the communication the bright spots people posting um they it's crowd they crowdsource the other gym owners to give great ideas so i was like wait like if i really appreciate that can i take that same sort of model and apply it to my gym mm. so when covid hit i was like all right, I'm getting a daily email from Chris. I've been getting a daily email from Chris. I really like it. I read them and I respond to him, right? On periodic, Chris, if you're seeing this, I periodically, I respond to you. Um, and um, so I said, all right, well, now more than ever, we need to be communicating. So I started doing a daily brief. And I would call it like our daily brief. And in the daily brief would be like updates and stuff where, you know, hey, like, this is what's going on, you know, we're canceled, or here's a new virtual class, or hey, guys, we're starting our new, our, our regular classes again, but every day there was communication. Then we started, we added in like a daily, like a daily wide, like a home wide. That was like, you know, during like the start of COVID, right? You know, we pivoted right into virtual classes at the same time. But you know, the, the home workouts, people were like, oh, this is cool. Like, this is something if I can't make a virtual class, 
Right. And we still have done virtual, the, the, we've programmed a home lot every day since. We're at day 192 right now. Wow. And we're, my goal is to go 365 days. So we have 360, like, I literally have a 365 day book of home lots, right? Yeah. Cause why not? Yeah. But I don't want to end that streak. Um, and then, you know, we started adding in our blog posts, like, Hey, like, here's this. And then we started ask, like giving apps, Hey, like guys, like, you know, we really appreciate that we can use your help. Can you write us a Google review? And like people are so engaged with this stuff at this point that we have like, a, you know, anywhere between like a 40 to 50 plus percent open rate on these emails. Wow. And I look at the click rate and it's a lot of people clicking our posts and reading them and that they're engaged with them. So like something that's free, that doesn't take a lot of time unless you're like very like particular and anal like me, it, um, you can build out a daily brief and get engaged with your members and ask them to bring a friend or to create organic growth for you. And we've, we've found that to be a very uh, helpful um, element of what we've been doing as it relates to our, um, our marketing within our community. Hmm. So how, how long was your actual physical gym shut down or is it still shut down or what's, what's so, yeah, that's, that's a great question. So we were shut down for, I don't, I don't remember exactly. I mean, this, this year just, it's just, it's just, it's weird, but, um, it, yes. it felt like, you know, a long time, but I think it was like a few months. And then we were in, so in Massachusetts, there was like the four phases. And so in phase one, we weren't able to open, but in phase two, like the second part of phase two, we were allowed to start doing one-on-one, one-on-one training inside and also outdoor classes like group classes right. but it was funny because in massachusetts they didn't necessarily there wasn't like a like a big like you know thing on facebook that was like hey next phase here's all the stuff like you had to kind of go in and find it right and like, when they started allowing um uh the outdoor workouts it was great because we were able to kind of move and pivot from virtual to uh to that and then in phase three we allowed they allowed like indoor workouts we i think we have like, we're allowed like 40% capacity inside. We have a 7,000 square foot facility. So 40% of that is what we could have, but we've limited it to even less than that. Um, but we've kept all our classes still outside just okay. for the sake that people want to be outside. They're like, Hey, listen, like why come inside if we can still work out outside? The weather's still conducive. Yeah. But you know, this morning was 36 degrees. Right. So we're getting to that point where we're going to have to bring our classes back indoors, at least the early morning classes because we start at five in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's coming very, very soon. Um, so to the, to your, for your question, you know, classes are still being run in, uh, outside our one-on-one stuff, all that stuff's being done, uh, inside all of our no set intros are still virtual. We mm-hmm. still have virtual coaching, uh, virtual training one-on-one people love it. Very convenient. Um, and our trainers, are, you know, our trainers like it too, um, from a convenience standpoint. It sounds like you're able to pretty nimbly, you know, switch to like online classes, one-on-one virtual coaching. What do you think is the key to when it comes to sustained profitability in an era like we're living in now where it's things are really uncertain and people might not necessarily be comfortable with coming into the gym? Um, it just comes down to communication. Mm-hmm. Right? So we pivoted. So we knew we were going to get shut down. I think everyone knew it was impending. And like, I was familiar with using Zoom prior to all this stuff, um, doing conference calls and that sort of stuff, some other businesses I was involved in. 
So I said, Hey guys, and so our team was like, we're going to have to go virtual. Yeah. Like we're going to, we're going to have to, because we, there's no way we're going to be able to service our community with just sending them a workout every day. Like we're going to keep, we're going to do that too, but we need to give them options. So I think it was a week or two before we got shut down. I was like, guys, we're all getting trained up on how to use Zoom. And then, so like from there, like we launched, we're like, all right, guys, we're going to have a schedule. Like, and it was like basically the next day. Wow. Like when we got shut down, it was like the next day. Hey guys, now we're in virtual classes. Like <laughs> come in and try it out. Yeah. Like, don't worry if you don't have any equipment. And then um, your question was about sustained like Profit. profitability. Yeah. Was, is it specifically like going forward or like during the, the shutdown? I guess good. Yeah, going uh, during the shutdown. But then my next question is like, kind of what lies ahead, and how how are you aiming to continue this like momentum, given that we don't know what's what lies in store. <laughs> yeah. So during that time, we had to help. Like, we need to help people more so now than ever. People need to exercise. They need to get their mind off of the uncertainty and that sort of thing. Yeah. So, you know, we like to help our members out. We just basically just leased out all of our equipment. We didn't charge anyone. Um, it was kind of like, hey, guys, like we're going to track all this stuff. Like and if we were to do one thing different it would probably be how we how we did that, because it was kind of like, oh, you need stuff. Cool. Come in and take whatever you want. And then it's like, holy crap. Like we have like so much stuff that's going really, really quickly. Like We need to like be better at like rationing this stuff out. But I've been like one thing I would have done a little bit differently. Um, but for the most part you know, almost everyone had something or, or was able to get something from us. Um, and so they were able to complete like workouts and, and keep that feel. Um, we pulled people early on against communication, you know, to get an understanding for comfort level. Um, and we did that a couple times. Um, but, but going forward, um, this is a whole new service offering that we now have, which is the silver lining in all of this, that, our members that were not, and so from a growth standpoint, we had members that weren't with us anymore because they moved right. and they came back. They're like, you guys are doing virtual. That's amazing. Like, I want to be back in this community. And it wasn't like right off the bat, right? It wasn't like, oh, you guys have virtual classes. Like, let's come back. It was, we need to make sure we communicate this out to our email list. Hey guys, like we do virtual stuff now. Like if you're not working out or you want to be back involved in this community, you can. And so we, people started coming back in and, and then like, you know, we had our members that were like, Hey, like, you know, I, I was talking to so-and-so the other day and they didn't hear that you guys are doing virtual class. They want to come back in. Right. And then we reach out to them and then we have a conversation and talk to them about how it works. And again, it's like super convenient. Um, you turn on your computer, you can, you have your cup of coffee, you mm -hmm. know, put it down, turn on your screen, you know, a minute before class. It's kind of funny. It's like you're early to a zoom class. If you're like, two minutes early it feels yeah. like you, it's like coming to class like 15 minutes early like so everyone's either showing up right on time or like you know like a minute before yeah um and so it, it was just super convenient and a lot of the personal training stuff we have people that are that go away for the summer right so we have a fair amount of members that vacation in the, you know cape cod massachusetts or up north or, you know, go to the island. So Martha's Vineyard and Nantucket. Um, before it's like they would put their membership on hold. Hey guys, I'm going, I'm going to my other home for, you know, a month. And right. It's like, ah, man, like, all right. Well, you know, before that, like we weren't giving virtual, you know, first of all, we weren't giving uh, virtual classes, but we also weren't doing 
the individualized like programming that we've implemented um, as well, where we're writing programs for people and getting them on True Coach. That's the app that we use, which is great um, to deliver them their custom programs based on their goals. So, so, you know, those are two separate services that you can use in tandem, but both of those things are things that we're implementing um, going forward. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's great. That's awesome. What are you personally most looking forward to when it comes to prototype? Oh man. Well, after this weekend, I'm like, my mind's still racing from the summit. Um, you know, so I recently went through a bit, well, I shouldn't even say recently at this point, I finalized the business separation like the last day of 2019. And so up until recently, that's why I say recently, we had another business in our facility um, that was my former business partner's other business. So we, prior to, to a few months ago, or a month or so ago, we were, uh, you know, fitness training, right? So we did CrossFit and personal training, all that sort of stuff. Um, and then we had a martial arts business that uh, was in the facility as well. So they subleased from Prototype. They've recently moved out, right? So now we have all this extra space, which is like kind of good and kind of like, oh man, like, you know, it was really nice to have that sublet and, and have that, have that rental income. Um, and especially now during COVID where it's like, we're not having everyone in the gym yet. So now we have all this extra space to be able to um, grow out more specialty programs and that sort of stuff. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing our coaches continue to develop we just hired you know this year a couple new coaches who are doing amazing so far so i'm really looking forward to seeing their um development um and i'm really uh impressed with our team just as a whole in regards to their resiliency and um them you know taking the situation on and continuing to be able to help people so i think this is a massive growth year um not just for our business but for our team members as a whole Mm-hmm. Um, you're never going to experience, well, I shouldn't do that. I mean, not really. Um, it's, you know, the unlikeliness of experiencing something like this, you build incredible resiliency, you know, you build confidence. I remember like, you know, when this stuff happened, I remember sitting in my car and I'm like, you know, there's either two things I can think of, right? It's either like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a disaster. How am I going to get through this? I remember sitting in my car and I was like, this is what's going to define you as a leader right now. Right. I literally said this to my, I spoke out loud and I was like, Either you're going to be a leader, or you're not going to be a leader, Mike. You don't have a business, a business partner anymore. You don't have someone to lean on. Uh, you just bought a new house. You just got married six months ago. You have way more responsibilities than ever. These all these things happen. So 2019. Sorry to give you my life story, but 2019 uh, in May, I got married, broke off the business partnership. End of 2019, uh, bought a house in uh, March, April 2020. COVID happened basically the exact same time. Uh, everything that happened with CrossFit and, right. you know, and Greg Glassman. Yeah. Uh, and I just got a dog. Uh, <laughs> right. So I don't think, and this isn't necessarily just about me, but I, I mean, all those changes and all those things, like there's, I, I, I'm confident, I confidently believe that there's nothing that can literally get in our life. And I tell that to our team all the time. It's like, guys, we're not going to, you know, we might not ever experience anything like this, but we can grow through this. Like there's going to be so many more opportunities. 
And the unfortunate thing with all this stuff is that now we're starting to see some of these other businesses that re- that weren't able to pivot, that weren't able to, you know, do the things that we may have done. They may have not have been working with two brains and they've had to shut their doors. Right. And we're now starting to see those people that can't go to their gym anymore start to knock on our doors and say, hey, like, we need help. Right. Um. And, you know, th- where I'm currently vetting a couple opportunities right now, um, you know, of, of, of different businesses within the area that, you know, that unfortunately aren't in, in the best, um, the best position. So, um, I don't remember exactly what your, your question was. I kind of just went on a, well, you're most looking uh, for a rant there, but, um, <laughs> you know, looking forward to, I mean, there, I, I feel like there's nothing that can, that can stop us. Um, it's, it's a decision for us to continue to be successful or not at this point. That's so awesome. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to chat with me. No, no, this is, this is great. I didn't expect to be, ra- be rambling and talking so much. I'm sorry if I went over the, the, the allotted not amount of time. <laughs> Congratulations again on the award. That's an amazing accomplishment. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I, I if I can say thank you um, and thank you to Chris and the whole two brain team for everything you guys do. You guys certainly change lives and uh, it's amazing to be part of this, uh, this, um, this organization. So thank you guys. Awesome. That was Tiffy Thompson on Two Brain Radio. If you currently work with Two Brain, ask yourself, what would it take to win this award next year? Then take action. And if you don't work with us yet, be sure to join the Facebook group, Gym Owners United, where you'll find advice from Two Brain founder, Chris Cooper. Every day, he'll tell you how to improve your business for free. Thanks for listening to Two Brain Radio. Subscribe for new episodes every Monday and Thursday.